Greetings, I'm Dr. Sonia Whitaker, host of the podcast entitled, What's Really Going On? A Spotlight for Solutions to Improving Student Achievement in America's Public Schools. And today's podcast is focused on, what's your why? Why are you doing all this? You see, if you've been following me lately, you may be wondering, where in the world is Sonia getting all of this energy from? Now, I'll let you in on a little secret. I wake up every day fully charged like my iPhone after a full night's plug-in. And if you're like me, you love when you wake up and you reach across the bed and you pick up the phone and you know it's been charged all night. And I'm like, yes, I'm at 100%. That's how I feel internally when I wake up every single day. You know, I stay so charged that I don't drink caffeinated coffee because I wake up on 10. <laughs> and I must admit, every time I go out to eat breakfast and the waiter asks, would you like caffeinated coffee? I say, absolutely not. I wake up on 10. I cannot tell you how many times they like fall out laughing. For some reason, they are very tickled by my response. I wake up on fire. I cannot seem to shake this desire that I have to make a significant impact on the field of education. Somebody asked me a couple of weeks ago, they're like, Doc, what are you doing? What do you want uh, the work that you're doing to look like 10, 15, 20 years from now? I don't know. I'm just trying to make a difference. I like you go to work every single day and have a great deal of professional and personal obligations. And yet I cannot seem to get enough of addressing the topic relevant to the need to improve the academic achievement levels and emotional well-being of America's most vulnerable students and their families. I can't shake it, colleagues and friends. What's keeping me going? It's my why. And my why is clearly defined in the mission of my organization, Achieving the Dream Incorporated. It is to restore hope in our schools and in our communities. My why keeps me going even on days when I'm a bit unclear as to what the ultimate outcome of my tireless efforts will be. My why keeps me going and going and going like the Energizer battery. You know, I want to pause for just a minute and focus on this concept of restoring hope. For many of you may recall in the city of Chicago just a few weeks ago, um, broadcasters reported that we experienced um, obviously extreme, extremely cold weather but what they shared really caught my attention. They said, on this day, Chicago is one of the coldest places in the world. And that's interesting because I actually graduated high school in Anchorage, Alaska. We lived in Alaska for several years. And since I've been living in the Chicagoland area, I've shared with people every winter on at least one day, I say, I'm colder today than I ever was in Anchorage, Alaska. And they think I'm teasing. So when the broadcasters made this statement, I'm like, now you know what I'm talking about, right? But where, I'm, where, where I want to go with this on a serious level is, again, centered around this sense of hope or hopelessness that some people in America 
our feeling is on the day that the broadcasters were making this uh, report and talking about the weather, um, some amazing people were driving up in different parts of the Chicagoland area in a van, and they were serving hot chili. And I saw several men come to the back of the van to receive a bowl of chili. And um, one man came to the back, and he was so polite. Yes, please, thank you. He got his bowl of chili. And the amazing men, who I cannot find, I'm, I actually called the news station because I want to find those men who are serving chili, and I want to find the man that received the bowl relevant to what I'm going to share with you now. Um, he, again, he got his chili. He was very, very polite and cordial. After he received his bowl, the two men who were giving of their time, talent, and resources asked, do you have a place to stay? When you leave here on this coldest day in the Chicagoland area, do you have a place to stay? And without hesitation, the man says, yes, I do. I have a home. And I thought, oh, oh good, he's not homeless. And he proceeded to say that I live on Lower Wacker Drive underneath the bridge. And he walked off with all pride and confidence. And I guess that would be another example of something that has changed me. Because he didn't ask for much. He asked just for a meal to nourish his body just for the moment. And then he went to take his rightful place. I'm sorry, underneath the bridge. So when I say to you that my goal is to restore hope in our schools and communities, I use that as a rock solid example of what I don't want to be. I don't want people to believe that that's as good as it gets. I don't want people to be comfortable with the idea that home for them is on Lower Wacker Drive, underneath the bridge. Forgive me for that. So, what's keeping me, what's keeping me going, uh, is my why. I recently came across a message from a fellow podcaster in which he states, "As a leader, your why defines your purpose. Your why defines your organization's culture, and your why defines your messaging." I agree with that line of thinking. My challenge to you is to gather key members of your organization together and to have them write down their why. The why are they doing this? Second, engage in the process of outlining commonalities and stark differences in their why statements and then discuss them. Next, revisit your mission statement for the purpose of determining the extent the extent to which your mission statement actually aligns with your why. And let me tell you why this is so important. It's important because far too often we create mission statements and they stay in place 5, 10, sometimes even 15 years. The problem was that the problem with that is that the mission statement itself can serve as counterproductive to supporting you in reaching your efforts toward creating equitable learning environments for students from diverse cultural, ethnic, and linguistic backgrounds. 
when you allow your team to talk about their why, a couple of things happen. One, you learn more about the people on your team. Two, they develop a deep sense of connection to their inner feelings. And three, they feel a deeper sense of commitment to the mission of your organization. When you connect the mission to the why of the people in the organization, it's much more difficult for them to stray away from it because the statement or the mission statement is connected to what they truly believe, like in the depths of their soul. It's what will keep them going and going and going like the Energizer Bunny. It's what will keep them on task even when you're not looking. I thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. You can gain direct access to me and my experiences. I am blogging, vlogging, and podcasting on a weekly basis. And again, you may gain access by visiting with me weekly at sonyawhitaker.com. That's S-O-N-Y-A-W-H-I-T-A-K-E-R.com. And please do keep me posted relevant to how the recommendations that I'm providing for you are working out for you by posting your experiences in the comments section of my website. Thank you so much. I really love growing with you.